0: This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3547 for Tuesday the 8th of March 2022. Today's show is entitled Password Managers and is part of the series Privacy and Security. It is hosted by some guy on the internet and is about 14 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is how I manage password security. welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Packer Public Radio. I'm your host, some guy on the internet. Please forgive the audio quality. I haven't had the best time recording lately, and I'm doing laundry, so you might hear some humming in the background as well from the heater that's on. I apologize. I will try to edit the show as best I can to reduce that, but uh, just know that things have not been ideal for recording and I haven't put out a show in a while. I also looked online and see that uh, Ken put out an announcement that we, you know, a call for shows. We need to give what we can. I have a few in the pipe that I'm working on but they're just not up to par with what I want to do and I figured here's one I can just throw right off the cuff. I want to talk to you guys about my method for online security. Now, before I'd say six, maybe 12 months ago, I used to have a book that I would write down my passwords into and then I'd use those passwords on my accounts. Now, it's maybe like three to five different passwords that I would use based on how uh, important I believe the account was. So if it was like banking or whatever, that would be like top level. And then, you know, so on and so forth. But uh that's how I did it. My apologies for the clicking sound in the background. I had to uh, stop the dryer. I have a pair of sweatpants in the dryer and the uh, string on the sweatpants has this little plastic part at the end. And as it spins in the dryer, it makes that clicking sound as it you know, hits the walls of the dryer. So I eventually learned about something called a password manager, and that's what I moved to. I started using Bitwarden. That was the open source one that I heard about from a podcast and I also heard about other password managers that were available, some in the terminal, other GUI base. And I learned about KeyPass XC. So I started using both KeyPass XC for certain passwords and then Bitwarden for others. I eventually leaned more toward Bitwarden. It felt more fleshed out and it gave me the capability to share passwords with my spouse. So I created the, you know, the uh, I forgot what they call it, some sort of grouping thing that they have that you can share with your uh, significant others so that you can manage passwords together. Because, you know, me and my me and my spouse, we have a joint email, joint bank accounts. And other things that we share together. So Bit- Bitwarden was perfect. It's open source. I feel more secure with it and we can share passwords without, you know, compromising our independent uh, accounts. I have to admit though, my spouse isn't exactly technically savvy. So she's, uh, you know, resisting. She's reluctant to move on toward the Bitwarden train right now, but I'm encouraging her to eventually come around it'll take some time. I'm not trying to push it. I just want her to see the convenience in it because I understand who she is as a person. And when she sees the convenience, she'll eventually adopt it for herself. Also, I'm I'm explaining the importance as for why I'm selecting Bitwarden. For instance, if I got hit by a train or bus or whatever tomorrow and I'm incapacitated, I can't do anything for the family anymore. And there's, you know, Pretty much no likelihood that I'll be coming back. She'll have some instructions on how to gain access to my BitWarden, which will then give her access to all of my other accounts. And then she can manage the family from there. I don't want her to have to go through untold amounts of hardship to be able to, say, get in, gain access to our money so that she can manage things for the family. So Bitwarden manages a majority of the online type accounts and KeePassXC manage most of the LAN based. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't really call them accounts, but basically I have passwords on SSH keys and things that I use for uh, my Raspberry Pis and other devices on the LAN. I use KeePassXC for that, but Bitwarden for all the other stuff. And uh, Bitwarden also has TLTP. Now, the TOTP is very cool. I like that I can manage everything in one spot. I've heard it's not a good idea to do it that way, that you should probably, you know, do passwords with uh Bitwarden, but your TOTP. And by the way, TOTP stands for one time, the one time password. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing you should use the TOTP in another application, don't have all your eggs in one basket, so to speak. So TOTP over here, passwords over there. And that way, if there is a compromise, you know, you'll be, you'll be in a, a better position. They won't have them both in the same spot. However, I understand that I only have so much time and I'm only willing to do so much. Uh, I know that security is important and I'm taking steps to not be the low hanging fruit. Most of the the so-called hackers out there are just you know the script kiddies people are just running whatever they found online trying to catch the low hanging fruit i believe that i'm well above that and even though both the passwords and the totp are in one location the the bitwarden uh unless they gain access through Bitwarden's servers, which, again, Bitwarden encrypts locally, then send out. So they would only gain access to a bunch of encrypted data. They would have to somehow, I guess, break the encryption. And I'm not worried about that right now. Technology has not lended itself. To just regular folks, you know, I, I heard a little bit about quantum computing and things like that, but I really doubt regular everyday people will have access to that kind of technology right now, even though I have created a bit of a bottleneck as far as security is concerned at putting the TLTP and the passwords under the same umbrella. I still feel very secure using Bitwarden and I don't believe there's going to be a problem. Now, what I've done is I've made my Bitwarden as secure as I possibly can. Nice, long, complicated password. And I've also secured Bitwarden using YubiKey. So that way you have to have a physical device to gain access to the Bitwarden before you can then gain access to the passwords in the TOTP. So it's fairly it's fairly uh secure. I don't feel as though anything's going to get into that right now. Nice encryption as well as all the security measures. It's as safe as it's going to be. When doing all of this and going through all my different accounts and setting up the TOTP on all the different accounts online or whatever, email banking, et cetera, et cetera. I was surprised by how many of the different accounts do not support yubikey for one and do not support totp through third party applications like bitwarden some of them will announce that hey you know they they refer you to like the Google authentication app so that you could use that but they will also give you the manual method and that's what you use to then get get that key that they'll give you insert it into the uh bitwarden TOTP section which will then generate your TOTP codes so you can still use bitwarden from a, for, or at least I was to uh, use bitwarden for a majority of my accounts using bitwarden's TOTP but there were certain accounts like with Verizon Verizon has their own third party company that they, uh, they make it to where you can't just use your own. You have to download and use this company's TOTP. And I wasn't about to do that. So I stuck with the old school method of they'll text me a code or email me a code and then I'll use that code from my email or the text whichever option you select at the time that you need to log into your account now with my email accounts I'm very happy to know that email is sophisticated enough to use YubiKey because email was one of my original two-factor authentication you know where where they'd email you a code then you copy the code from your email put it in the account and verify that it's you so um I'm thankful I was able to secure all of my email accounts using YubiKey, as well as being able to secure those passwords for those accounts in Bitwarden. So I feel like everything's um pretty secure. I have 3 YubiKeys. Um I carry two on me. Funny story about that. I bought two YubiKey type A that the, um I think they're the series 5 with the NFC uh capability. And I figured, hey, most of my devices have USB type A, so I'm not going to need a type C YubiKey. I I rare I have only few devices that have type C at the moment. So I figured, fine. Type A will be great. That's that's very popular. And I have a cellular phone, an iPhone. It I checked online, uh, check YouTube videos. I see people using an iPhone to, with the NFC. I have an iPhone eight plus. So I figured, hey, it should be able to do it. Order up the keys. Got them all signed up to the multiple online accounts and then tried to use the phone's NFC capability to scan the YubiKey so that I can gain access to my Bitwarden while on the iPhone fail. The phone does not have NFC, so that's why I had to order a third YubiKey that has the Lightning and the Type-C capability. So uh, that's why I carry two on me. <laughs> one is just the type A and the other is the the one that has both a lightning and a type C attached to it. I think they both also have NFC. So when I upgrade my phone, I'm going to upgrade to the iPhone 14 Pro whenever it comes out. I like to stay on the even number iPhones. Um, but yeah, I, I figure from the eight to the 14 is going to be a significant uh, upgrade. Yeah. One of the other things I've done as a good note to anybody, anybody use Bitwarden to manage their uh, passwords. I have been in the note section of my accounts under the Bitwarden password manager. I put the information in for each of the accounts that have limitations on the type of passwords you can submit. So when, when I go to change a password that I feel is no longer secure, because it hasn't, it hasn't been changed in a while or if I learn the path, the account has YubiKey ability, I will then change the password first to try and get the most secure password I can. And if it does give me a limit, like you can only uh user password from eight to sixteen characters or some silly you know limitation for a password, I will copy that information off the page into the Bitwarden manager. So in the future, if I have to change that password again, you know, if I feel like there has been a data breach or anything and I want to change that password, or if I just want to email because I'm I'm also putting together a little uh, note so I can email certain companies, especially my banks, and ask, you know, hey, why aren't we able to use a YubiKey or why am I not able to use, uh, TOTP through something like Google, I, I, I'll mention to them something like Google authentication, but in reality, I'm really looking to use Bitwarden. So I, I, I figure out what language I want to use when I email them. I probably just say Bitwarden because super secure, audited by third party, uh, open source, just wonderful in all regards. It should be the forefront of everybody's mind, not just when you know things like Google authentication. But yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and uh, put an email, in eventually, right now, and it's uh. Tackle the two-year-old deal with the misses and try to create more shows. I'm pretty sure you guys can tell I'm in a bit of a rush. I'm getting ready to head out the door to go to work and I just wanted to try to get a show down. Turns out I had to wait for the pest control guy to get here so I've been stopping repeatedly bouncing back and forth to uh, oh there goes, yeah. So bouncing back and forth to make sure that he can get in access into the place. A squirrel got in, got stuck in a closet and just nightmare. The missus kept telling me, I think I hear something in the closet and I'm like, "No, nah, you're just thinking of it. I went in the closet the other night and there's a squirrel in there. So, yeah, uh, we don't exactly know how, but the pest control guy was taking care of that earlier and I had to deal with that as far and keep pausing to do the show doing low. Yeah. So let me go ahead and get out of here. As you can hear my phones, uh there are people going, where are you? So uh let me go ahead and get out of here. I'll edit up the show tonight and go ahead and get it submitted. Okay, guys. Yeah. Yesterday, I uh didn't get a chance to put this in yesterday, but I contacted Bitwarden via email. They said that the, uh, snap package is what they produce in-house, but the flat pack is produced by the community. Um, they also produce an app image. So there are multiple forms that you can get Bitwarden on as well as Windows and iOS. I also have Bitwarden on my iPhone and on Windows. I rarely use it on Windows because Windows is mostly for gaming, but it's still there. So, uh, it's, it's on all platforms as well. Just wanted to edit this in before, uh, saying goodbye. But But now this is truly goodbye. So have a good one. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR is kindly provided by anhonesthost.com. The Internet Archive and rsync.net Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.